subscribers. Here on the lab, we like to dig in and dissect to a wide variety of topics. We broadcast over shortwave radio on WRMI. Uh, you can find us on their website. We broadcast, I believe, two to three times a week. And also, we upload every Saturday to iTunes. So if you miss an episode over shortwave, you can always go download the episodes on iTunes. Um, easiest way I've found on iTunes is you can search Kate Holiday. On the podcast section, um, my dad had some issues finding the show under the lab. Uh, I feel like that's kind of a generalized thing that other things right. fall under. Maybe if they pertain to that category, I'm not sure, maybe. Um, also, on my Facebook page, Kate Holiday, I have the link, which makes it super easy to follow. But if you guys have show suggestions, questions about the show, just want to say hello, um, give us a reception report on shortwave, theweeklylab at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us. So um, that's a little bit about the show, if it's your first time. Last yeah. week, we talked about grammar. Grammar. Yeah. And it wasn't as boring as that sounds. No. Because uh, I don't think we can make anything really boring because we, on this show, sure, we dig in and dissect his stuff, but we really like to give our opinions and our thoughts. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times we look at things not necessarily like other people do. So would you say differently? I would. There you go. Is that grammatically correct? I think so. I think so. Um, but yeah, we talked about words that... Um, are misused. Right, the ones that people get wrong. Yeah, and we're going to continue that conversation today because there were so many things that we were discussing that just led to further things that we were like, oh man, we didn't even get a chance to talk about that. So we had to do a part two because there were things that I was like, I absolutely do that all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was saying when you're talking to somebody, you don't have to worry about spelling. So they don't know if you're technically using the right version because they sound exactly the same. That's true. But when you're writing college papers, you're writing work emails, you know, you want to do it correct and sound professional. Would you say you do it correct or do it correctly? Oh, gosh. See? Yeah, remember on last show, now that you bring that up, Ryan really put me on the spot and gave me a spelling quiz mm -hmm. on words, and I'm a terrible speller. Well, this all started because we were looking at, uh, what were we looking at? International. We were looking at other languages, common uh, like little sayings and phrases, idioms. Mm -hmm. Is that what you would say? Idioms, yeah. Idioms in other languages, and um, it uh, it really shows you just how different each country is. Because if I was abroad and I heard some of the phrases that we said on the show, mm -hmm. I would be completely lost. Yeah, you'd be like, "What are you trying to tell me?" And the meanings that they have for it were totally not something that us as Americans would associate that with. Yeah. And we would have no clue what they're trying to tell us. What was that, two episodes ago? Yeah, now it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. so go back and listen to that and you'll see what I'm talking about. I feel like especially the Russians and the French, mm -hmm. for some reason. They had good ones. They they must have teamed up with one another and see who could outdo each other. Because they were hilarious. It, uh, it really opened up my eyes to it. And then that kind of led to, um, like, what were some sayings in English. And then as we were looking at that, it was, it kind of dawned on me that we say a lot of these things incorrectly. Oh, yeah, all the time. And then we talked about the words, how, like you were just saying, how difficult it is for an English uh, student, somebody studying English from one of those other countries, mm -hmm. just based on words alone, with, especially with spelling. Yeah, because, yeah. like, I, I think it was in the last episode, and I think you originally told me this a couple of years ago, even, that English is, like, the hardest language to learn. That's what everybody says. Because we just throw words around, I feel like. And I even question a lot of the stuff. Because we were talking in the last show about silent letters. Yeah, like that's what I, yeah, exactly. Like, like it, it seems like a, 
it seems like a very uh, lazy language. Like somebody's like, we need a word for this. And it's like, let's just use a word we already have and add just, a letter to it. Yeah, or take a letter off. You know? You know what I found out? Somebody did email us about possum and opossum. Oh, yeah. Those are actually two different things. No. So, yeah. So if you take the O off of it, it's actually just a possum, which is native to like Australia, I think. So you can take the O off and it's a completely different animal. But then the opossum... Or you still say it the same, I guess. I say it with the O. But that's, in America, is a possum. But they're spelled differently, and they're two different animals. I need someone to fact check that. Cause uh, I'm well, somebody did, and they sent it to our email. Huh. So I, I, I was like, I had no idea there were two different animals. I just know there's opossums out there. All right. So you're saying that possum and opossum are are the, are the same thing, essentially. It's just... No, they're two different animals. They're just spelled differently. Well, two different animals spelt differently doesn't make any sense. Because, like, a dog and a deer is two different animals, and they're spelt differently. Yeah, but literally you just drop the O, and it becomes a different animal. So, like, a possum is uh-huh. a P. I, I'm terrible at spelling, is what I'm saying. Huh. So it says, opossums and possums are different animals. See? Opossums live in North America, while possums live in Australia and yeah. other countries. Both are uh, marsupials. Yep. But possums are more closely related to kangaroos. Mm, cute. But do you pronounce, but right here it says, is the O in the word opossum silent? No. And it says the O is spelled but not pronounced. Oh. So there you go. And that's off Wikipedia. So okay, you but know you're not, that. It's legit. It, yeah, that's like. Ryan's also not showing me his phone screen right now, so he could be blowing smoke. No, it's off of Wikipedia, mm, bro. Brah. All right. So, um. But yeah, see, they're two different animals. You just drop the O. Two different continents. Two entirely different continents. Two animals. So if you bring a possum to America... Does it become an opossum? Exactly. They're both marsupials. Well, what if you take them to a a neutral place? Like what, Sweden? Yeah. What would they be then? Would they still be possum and possum? A U-possum because that's half of an O? Uh, or you could just use the top of the O. I don't know how you pronounce it, but I'm sure we could figure it out as Americans. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make something up. Anyway, all right. Enough about that. Speaking of making stuff up, sure. Um, I have come up with. Uh, well, I didn't come up with them. I researched oh, uh, everyday sayings that everybody gets wrong. So oh. this ought to be good. Yep, I'm sure I do this every day. Uh, and it literally sounds like people insert their own words, like we were already saying, or they just completely got it wrong to begin with, and mm-hmm. it just kind of stuck. Like, have you ever heard somebody say, oh, he's just an escape goat? Yeah. So it's actually just scapegoat. I feel like I know that. There is no S. Yeah, see, that goes back to being lazy. Right. And I feel like it just rolls off the tongue as a scapegoat. Because you're, you're making the word is and scape one word. So you're just shorten it. Is a scapegoat. you got to get to the point. You're just mumbling. <laughs> so it's scapegoat, not a scapegoat. Right. With an E. Exactly. Is a scapegoat. See, we just don't pronunciate words. We're just lazy. Well, that's, that's the next one, too. I think that's too. what it boils down to. Because, like, whenever, if somebody were to ask me these and I had to think about it, then mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, yeah, that's that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but when somebody's just talking quickly, talking, you know, like they normally do, like this next one, biting my time. Biting my time. Biting my time. It's actually biting. With a D. With a D. Like, I know that, but whenever I hear somebody say it... You would never question if I they wouldn't. said it with a T or a D? Right. If they yeah. were biding their time or they were biding their time. 
Yeah, because you know it's correct with a D, but you So just... it's almost like my brain just fixes it. Yeah, because that... Yeah, I agree. So if we said we only had... Um, we could only allow, like, ten people to listen to this podcast, and it was first come, first serve. Mm-hmm. Does that sound correct? First come, first serve. Yeah. It's actually first come, first served with a D at the end. What? I'm not making it up. This is on the internet, too. Okay, I've never... That's one I've never known. Known? Now I'm throwing random D's around. You've never known to that. I've never known to that. Yeah, it's actually first come, first served. I mean, that makes more sense. Because I feel like saying serve, like, you sound like a a caveman. Like, first come, first serve. Like, (laughs) no, the appropriate term would be first come, first served. Like, I'm going to serve you first. And you will be served. Like, you just got served. You just got served. I didn't know that. Now Now I know. Somebody might be listening right now and be saying to themselves, I could care less. Or, you idiots. How don't you know this? (laughs) But, (laughs) But yeah. When people say, I could care less, does that sound right? Would you say, I could care less? Yeah. It's, I couldn't care less. Okay. That's, like, prim and proper. I couldn't care less. I could care less. See, that's, I mean, that's a lazy man's way of saying it. But... I mean, I guess. I guess. But in my mind, like, if I could if I could care less, then I guess that means I kind of care. But if I couldn't care less, that means I've exalted Re- all of my couldn't of caring. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, I could care less is there's potential to care less. But couldn't, you're, like, at the end of the line. You're like, nope, yeah. I'm done caring about that. That makes more sense. I put all my couldn't out. That's not a word. Well, no, you're just making stuff up. It's a doggy dog world out there. Dog eat. Is that how you would say it? Dog eat dog world. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. People, okay. Some people it says say doggy dog. Doggy dog. It's a doggy dog <laughs> world. Doggy dog. Uh, irregardless, you say that all the time, so I'm not going to get into that. Oh. Um, now, if I said we need to nip this in the butt real quick, mm-hmm. do you find anything wrong with that phrase? Nip this in the butt. Nip it in the butt. No, that's correct. It's actually nip it in the bud. Huh? Nip it in the bud. What's a bud? It. Like what a bud? It refers to keeping, to the keeping of plants, particularly uh. the idea that when trimmed or harmed, at an early age, a flower won't grow. So if you go like if something's starting to happen, you should be like, I'm gonna go nip it in the bud, meaning I'm gonna prevent it from occurring or reoccurring. What? Right. See, I, I never knew that one I either. Never knew that I always thought it was butt, which makes no sense. Like, why would you bite somebody in the butt? Like, Well, that's what it says. It says, nip in the butt will uh, conjure adorable images of a puppy playfully biting the copperstone girl. Oh. But if you're going to nip something in the bud, it means you're going to go deal with something right now. Well, the literal meaning of that makes way more sense. Because, but it's one of those things that you grow up hearing and you're just like, yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. To me, at least. And, like, I guess before I read this, I always thought, like, whenever my boss says, oh, I'm going to go nip that in the butt. Mm-hmm. That means, like, he's going to go, like, get him, like, ah, gotcha. Yeah. Knock it off. Pinch him in the butt? Like, not, Is that appropriate not in the workplace? <laughs> not physically, but, you know, like, that's how it... Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Mind. It sounds correct. Like, I've never heard that it's supposed to be nip it in the bud. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to say that, even though that's the correct way you I'm always going to say nip it in the bud. You should start saying it when people correct you. You can be like, actually, it's on the internet. People are going to be like, don't talk to me ever again. <laughs> yeah. um, butt naked versus buck naked? I've heard both terms. Yeah. I think it's buck naked. It actually is. With yeah. a CK? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a deer? Is that what it's supposed to be like? Buck? No. It's, or a uh, dollar? 
No. Like a doll hair? It actually goes back to the um, Civil War days of um, slave trading. Oh. That type of thing. Yikes. That's how far back this that phrase particularly goes. Dang. Maybe that's why people started saying butt naked. Because it's, it's it makes more sense in that way. Because if your butt's out, you're probably naked. Could be. For the most part. Or you just want to pants on, which is kind of weird. So, hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? I do. Butt naked makes sense, but I've definitely heard buck, but I just pictured a deer. But why would a deer be naked? Well, if you keep thinking about that, you've got another thing coming. Does that sound correct? Another thing coming? Yeah. No, it's actually you've got another think coming. What? It says... No. The phrase... Think. You've got another thing coming seems to make sense. Yeah. You assume one thing, but you'll turn around to be incorrect. Yeah, like there's However, something else coming your way. the original uses was, you've got another think coming, meaning another thought or belief will soon replace the one you currently hold. Okay, see, I feel like I would be one of those people that are looked at super weird because I over-enunciate mm-hmm. to get my point across. I'd be like, oh boy, you have another think coming. You know? Sorry, I probably just blew everybody's ears out. Yeah, but hope you're not listening with earbuds. You know what I mean? Like, I think I would have to over-enunciate the K to get my point across because nobody knows that. Nobody. Nope. Nobody <laughs> listening knows that. I've never heard that. It's yeah. a thing. I don't um, know what website you're looking at, but that's definitely not true. Well, this is a very... Wikipedia? No, it's a <laughs> scholarly website. Sure it is. Mm-hmm. Um, one in the same is actually one and the same. One in the same. One and the same. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. One and the same. Mm-hmm. But see, I, the way I say it, if I say it to you right now, what does it sound like I'm saying in or and? One and the same. In. One and the same. One, I don't know. That See, that's what my, I'm saying. It sounds brain, like both. You can't unhear this stuff. So I could be right or wrong. Um, what if I said me and you jive pretty well? Yeah. We get along pretty well. Jive is actually dancing. Yeah. It's, it's called jibe. What? You jibe with them. What's a jibe? Jibe is a phrase for getting along. No. Never <laughs> heard of it. False. Again, sorry about that. <laughs> um, Statue of Limitations. I think it's statute. Good job, good ah, job. Mm-hmm. Case and point. Case in point. There you go. Yeah. See, I'm um, getting some of these, but some of them, no. Never deep, heard. Deep-seated? But I think we talked about that one on the last show. What deep, is it? Deep-seated. With a T? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Um, I had to question that one. Because deep-seated makes sense because you plant seeds deep in the soil for things to grow, so... Yeah. To me, that makes sense, but I, I remember you saying it was the other one, because well, I was like, Meh. Um, The other one is scot-free. Some people say scotch-free, apparently. Why would you want to be scotch-free? I'm not really sure. Scot-free. The but other one. Scott, and why do you want to be free of him? The one I was thinking last week that I didn't me- uh, mention was near miss. Mm, oh, that's right. Yeah, right after we finished the show, Ryan was like, dang it, that was like the best one. So, near miss, what does that mean to you? A near miss, like, ooh, um, so you're driving, right? Mm. And, like, a deer runs across the road, and it just barely misses your car. You're like, ooh, that was a near miss. But wouldn't a near miss be a hit? Right. So we talked about this a long time ago, and we've talked about it with different people. Because if you actually start thinking about it, a near miss means you nearly missed it, which means you hit it. Right. But that's the context people use it in. Like, I had multiple near misses. I don't know what was up with birds yesterday, but they were flying 
like straight at my windshield and they just like whoosh, like they, skimmed over it driving into work yesterday. There was like four of them and I was like, man. Do you think they could care less? Um, About getting hurt? I think they could care less, yeah, because they probably were pooping their pants. Huh. I don't think they were at the couldn't care less level. So but see, yeah, near miss near is miss. used wrong all the time. But is it? Maybe that's I how. I don't know. Did you look it up? Well, no, because... That's the one thing you really want to talk about, and you didn't look it up? Well, I have it all in my mind. Like, mm. I can see how it goes both directions. Like, you know, I, I nearly missed, but so I hit it. Right. Or, I kn- that was a near miss. I, n- I nearly missed it. Like... I, oh, hold on. Maybe, maybe that... Maybe what they mean is, like, it happened so fast, they nearly missed seeing it. Maybe that's the context they use it in, now that I'm thinking about. And I say they... I use it all the time. But, you know what I mean? Like, take the deer instance. Like, they jump across the road, and it happens so quick. Like, your car barely misses hitting them. Nearly misses. And they're like, man, that's a near miss. Or that was a near miss. Like, maybe they almost didn't see it because it happened so fast. What about something that's slow? I mean, I don't think there's near misses when it's slow. It could be. If there's a turtle in the road, and you're going, like, 0.5 0.5 miles an hour, as you would say, waiting for it to cross the road, and when it finally gets out of the way, or a car, you speed off, and you're like, man, that was a near miss, but well, it took like 20 minutes. Sure. You know? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Well, think about like a, like a leaf falling from a tree. Yeah. And it's just going back and forth. Uh-huh. And you're watching it. Okay. And it's about to hit you, but it missed. Would you say, well, that was a near miss? Yeah. I guess I would. See? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you looked away, and you're like, oh, there's a cute dog walking down the street. Maybe it's a little bit longer of a street, and you watch the dog the whole way. You turn around, and the leaf like lands on the ground next. You're like, "Oh, that was a near miss. Uh, you what? could have missed it." Oh, you mean like miss seeing it? Yeah. That's all. Okay, so you're focused on. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? If anybody else knows, give us a shout out at our email, theweeklylab at gmail dot com. That's another one. Shout out doesn't shout out mean that you like just an, like announce somebody like, "Hey, I want to say hi to so and so." Yeah. So. If they know the correct phrase, you're asking for a shout-out. So you want them to email you and be like, hey, Kate Holiday. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, I see what you're do saying. Do they need a reference? No. Okay. What? A reference? No, do they need a reference that they are addressing what you were talking about? Well, yeah, because I want to know the answer. So a shout-out with the answer. Yes. How about let's just go email. Email us at theweeklylab at gmail.com. This is getting confusing. Well, for all intensive purposes... No. No. Intents and purposes. Good job. You nipped that in the bud. In the, yeah. Um, We're going to go buck wild. What was it? Buck Buck naked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. I don't know if you have any over there, so that's... Well, so what I was going to talk about was words that are interchangeable, but they're really not. They're just used incorrectly Mm. in English language. And this is what I was talking about. So when you're having a conversation with somebody, it doesn't really matter because you're not, like, sitting there saying... Hey, I accept you for what you are. And by the way, it's A-C-C-E-P-T. That, that's how I meant that word. You don't tell somebody what version of the word you're using when you're just talking, but when you're writing a paper, you have to make sure that you're using the correct version of the word. Because accept and e- e- accept with an E are two different words, right? Yeah. Are they pronounced differently, though? No. And that's the problem. So when you're having accept. a conversation... Accept. No, you say it exactly the same. So that's where the confusion comes in. So they're two very similar words pronounced the same, but they mean totally different things. 
So when you're having a conversation, it doesn't really matter. But like I said, when you're going to write a paper... Yeah, so this is kind of tying in with what we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Those and possum and opossum. Sure. I guess. Yeah, because the O is silent, according to you. I don't know if I've never heard that before. Or piqued my interest. What? Piqued my interest. Those are not two interchangeable words, but yes. Well, piqued is because people misuse that. Right. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that was a moot. That was a moot point, not a mute point. A moot point. What is a moot? Because mute is like don't say anything, but moot is like um, pointless. Moot is uh, like not worthy of argue. It looks like or not worthy of further debate. Moot. I just want to say that word by itself. Don't you, add like. Point. You can. You can just say moot. I can. Mm-hmm. Gee, thanks. Um, so talking about effect, what? <laughs> An effect. Now my mind's confused. I, that's this whole conversation is confusing because it just throws wrenches and things. Anyway, affecting our conversation now. Is it with an A or an E? That would be an E. Are you sure? Yes, because it's affecting it. Right, but affect with an A is actually the verb. Well, I didn't mean it as a verb. Oh, you meant it as a noun. <laughs> so that's the difference. But the key is... That's not always true. So these two words are so terrible. Like, I'm sure that every time I had written a paper in school at any point throughout my entire life, I got it wrong. So Grammarly is the website that I was sent. And when I was reading this article, I had, like, read it right before bed. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep because my brain hurts after reading this. Like, I still don't understand it after reading this. Um, So it says, in a nutshell, effect with an A is typically a verb. Effect is a noun with an E. So those are generally the two differences, but it says... Well, a noun is a person, place, or thing. Right. So here, it says most of the time. Uh, So that's where it gets hard. So this is the example they throw out. So imagine Ruby pushes Raphael into a pond. Ruby affects with an A where Raphael is standing because she pushed him, right? So that's a verb. So she pushes him. So she affects where he's standing. Raphael being wet is the effect because she pushes him into a pond. So of Ruby's irresistible urge to push him into a pond. So the effect of Raphael getting pushed and then the effect is he's wet. So he it's cause and effect. Kind of? I don't know. It says, because Ruby performed an action that signals the use of a verb, effect is used. And then the outcome is the effect with an E. Does that make any sense to anybody? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. You got that? Yeah. Okay. Is that why you were going over it? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, to me, and then it says most of the time. Yeah, that's the other thing. Whenever it's like, it's not absolute. Yeah, so you're like, okay, cool, I got it. And then you go to like do something like I always thought nouns were always persons places or things right but now it's just most of the time they're per- whatever yeah and uh, that's the first I'm hearing of it <laughs> right and how long have you lived in America a while uh, I mean a hot minute um another example is accept and eat accept with an e okay um so accept with an a is you receive something willingly right I got so accepted I- into uh, college. Sure. And then accept with an E signifies exclusion. So right. I accept everything except. Like 
I got accepted into college, except it was into a special needs program. <laughs> like that. Yes. That's how I would say Correct. It. So oh, the okay. first one's the A. The second one saying except it was into that program. Gotcha. Yeah. Huh. Um, lie versus lay. Yeah. Is another one. So lie, obviously, is you lie about something. But in this instance, they're talking about lie is like lie down, like to recline. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's an action. Lay requires an object. So like lay your book on the table. Okay. Lay, it has to be lay something somewhere. Lie is just to recline, essentially. But people use them interchangeably in the wrong ways. So if I... Like if I'm going to lie my phone on the floor. No. 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 I'm going to lay my phone on the floor. Correct. And now my phone is laying down. Or mm. is it lying down? I would say... Oh, I, well, I didn't do the ING version. I don't know. Oh, I didn't no. get that far. Well, we don't have to solve the world's problems right now. Right. This is very low-hanging fruit, as some people would say. Low-hanging fruit, yeah. Right. Um, so Was that a question? I feel lie. like... I feel like you're putting me on the spot. No, 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 no. I'm just like, because I saw a sign that said, let sleeping dogs lie. Mm-hmm. So they're laying down. So that's... You just interchanged them. So you said lie. But, so they're lying down. So they're reclining. They're like in a recliner, chilling. Right. And they got their paws up in the air. And then they're laying down. Is <laughs> Yeah. I mean, a dog is a, is a dog an object? I, no. Not, it's a noun. It's a person, place. I'm not trying to objectify Well, them. I don't know. Are, they're things. Are they things? Are animals things? Yeah. Yeah, so they're nouns. Yeah. I don't know. It just says lie is something you can do by yourself, but you need an object to lay. Huh. Okay. And it says it's more confusing in the past tense. The past tense of lie is, you guessed it, lay. Well. I lay down for an hour last night. That doesn't sound like proper English. You have to leave that gap, though, before... You have to do it for last dramatic night. effect, yeah. Because, like, right now, like, I was on the edge of my seat wanting to know, when did you lay down? It was last night. See, now I know that. Yeah, and the past tense of lay is laid. I laid the book on the table. Like that you doesn't said, sound right. Yeah, well, if you were like, where'd you put that book? I was like, oh, I laid it on the table over there. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Maybe that sounds right. Yeah. I would just say I threw it on the table. You, well, that has nothing to do with it, but okay. Well, um, I feel like this whole uh, episode has been a blessing in the skies. In the skies? Yes. No, blessing in disguise. Ah, that's another one on my yeah. list. You caught it. You yeah, caught it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's super confusing, and the fact that we do this all the freaking time is embarrassing. Yeah, I feel like I walked away knowing less, if that's possible. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. Because just like last week, it just makes you question everything that you're not so much saying because, well... Your stuff made me question what I'm saying because now I feel like some of those things I had no clue were wrong my entire life for the last 32 years. So Maybe they're not, though. Maybe they great. just recently changed them. Those bees. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't think so because considering that one came from like... The 1800s? Yeah. Yeah, it probably didn't no. just get recently changed. No, we're just idiots that don't know any better. But see, that's why we do the show. Because we look up stuff, we learn about it, and... This is a know, very educational show. Extremely educational, and everything we say is 100% factual. Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> I hope you learned something today. And next week, join us. And yes. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, so we need nope. your help. Theweeklylab at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us a shout-out, as Kate Holiday says. Yeah. 
and uh, while after you shout out us or whatever, then why don't whatever. you uh, send us a uh, email with some topic suggestions as yes. well. So we will uh, catch you next time.